Is this plane going to Fairbank? Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Deluxe Edition, the show where we dig deep into classic pop culture. My name is Bill Seabold. With me, as always, Mr. Casey Shearer. How are you, Bill? It's been a long time. It has been a while, bud. How's your summer been? I feel like I feel like we're going back to school. Like you haven't seen your, you know, your <laughs> pal all summer, and you come back. You're like, what did you do? And he's like, I did something really awesome. What did you do? Sat in my fucking room playing Nintendo. <laughs> we took a little summer vacation, a little summer break. This is season two now. Oh, is this technically season two? <laughs> should, should I do like? I guess it's do like to do a new intro. <laughs> it's like what can we do new for season two let's do a new intro too fucking late we already started season two that's how we run this show that's how we do it so uh you know i i uh wear a different t-shirt every week <laughs> yeah in the past when we used the podcast that's right so uh, i thought i'd wear this okay it says tallahassee florida because some people you know they they hear this show they don't see this show tallahassee florida why are you wearing a tallahassee florida shirt this is where I'm living now, bud. You moved away from, from sweet, sweet armpit of Pennsylvania Redding? I did what you've always wanted to do. Get out of Redding. Get out of Redding. You did it. You did it. How about that? It feels like just yesterday you were saying to me, hey, we ought to go into business together and open up a <laughs> a podcast studio and rent it out. Damn, it's it's. Uh, I guess it's a good thing we didn't do that because you got right the hell out of town, sir. So quick. Yeah. Now, congrats. What's it like out there? Hot. Yeah. Hot and humid, just like Pennsylvania. I've never been to Tallahassee. It's not bad. It's nice. A lot of nice restaurants down here. I couldn't even tell you what side of Florida it's on. It's on the Gulf side. Okay. Not far from Georgia. Oh, I get it. All right. That's the sub, That's the redneck area, isn't it? Are you in the redneck area? <laughs> no, this is a nice town. This is actually the capital of Florida. Oh, really? Well, I was yeah. going to say, you left the PA redneck for the Florida redneck. Is there any difference in redneck? No. Everybody's very nice down yeah. there. Yeah, I don't get out there much. I've done. I've gone to Texas. That's I'm, I'm there a lot, but that doesn't feel like the South. That feels like a different South. Yeah, and I'll tell you one thing that's nice about Tallahassee, where we're living in Tallahassee. I'm only like 15 minutes away from the airport. Oh wow! And as you know, I fly frequently. Wow. Yeah, your Philly uh, airport trip wasn't easy. Yeah. How about that, man? No. Things are looking up for you. Very good. Yeah, not bad. Now, of course, I've already had to fly out of Jacksonville twice since I've been here, which is like a two and a half hour drive, which is even further than Philadelphia. But <laughs> all right, well, not everything's working out for you. But they go Jacksonville goes to uh, more airports, you know. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of airports, Bill, I know that you and I have talked about this uh, briefly off air, very briefly through text. But I wanted to tell you a story. And I know that we're a pop culture podcast, but we've been gone for a while. Uh-oh. I haven't talked to This you is one while. of those <laughs> bad thing happened to Casey. It's been brewing and brewing and brewing, and you're getting angrier and angrier until you vent. Once you vent, you always feel better. Is that what this is? I'm, I'm not angry about it at all. I was not angry during the entire this entire situation. <laughs> but you know how a lot more people are flying now mm-hmm. again. Since the the COVID restrictions have loosened a bit, you know, I fly American Airlines all the time. And have you, you've heard of the stories recently with people like getting obnoxious on planes. Like the one guy got duct taped to a a chair. Yeah. Yeah, I think I heard the one about the, uh, several people on the plane went and tackled the guy (laughs) just like, and he was like a, uh, uh, maybe he was uh, an attendant or something. I don't Everybody's getting crazy. I, I try not to pay attention to the crazy stories. It just makes me sad. I text my buddy Dustin that has this job also. And I was like, I'm going to have to stop flying. I was like, I can't take this. He's like, you let one person get like, because of one person, you don't want to fly. Well, how bad was it? What happened? I sat down. I got upgraded as I've been getting upgraded lately. Frequent flyer. You get the perks. You get first class. I put my Beats headphones, noise canceling headphones on. Get a, I don't really like talking no, to people. It's a good thing you're doing right? a podcast, so, huh? <laughs> I like talking to you. You're the only one, according to our reviews on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, so, go ahead. I, 
Go ahead, go ahead. I, I want to hear. I, I, I know this is going to be rage. You are going to lose it in this story somewhere. I want to let you know before we start. During this entire situation, I did not lose my. You didn't lose your cool, cool at all. At all. Hmm. All right. No. All right. Have you ever just like looked at someone and knew they were hammered drunk? Yeah, myself in the mirror. Most like most times I was drinking. Actually, on one of our shows, the Commando show, that I do it right away. I was like, "Whoops!" So you, so you were sitting with somebody, I guess, next to you. Yeah. So I got, a, I got a window seat, and then uh, a lady sat down next to me. And you, you've flown during COVID times, right? They make you wear it the whole, whole, whole ride. Yeah. The entire, like, from the time you go to any airport until you, until you leave the next airport, you have to wear a mask. This lady constantly had her mask down. She's like dumping her purse out. Like I could tell she was hammered. She looked at me and tried to say something. I ignored her because I had my headphones. Oh, did on. you do that move where it's like, I know she's trying to get my attention. I'm just going to look straight ahead and pretend I don't hear. And she's oh, leaning yeah. in and you're Absolutely. coincidentally looking the opposite way. Yeah. Oh, I know that. Yeah. I know what's going on there. Absolutely. I wanted nothing to yeah. do with this situation. You can smell her getting closer. The tequila is going, yeah. yeah Oof. She had this, like, do you ever see those sweaters that are, like, it looks like uh, hair, like fur almost? Maybe she was naked and she was hairy. No, because she kept taking this thing off. It was like a furry, like, sweater, yeah. like, thing. All right. uh, it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and she kept, like, every time she would take it off, she, it would like come on to my side, right? So I'd have to like push it back over onto her side. What was the first thing? The first thing was, oh, sh we're <laughs> we're in the air, okay? This is on the way to Fairbanks, Alaska, right? We leave the airport. We're in the air. I ignored her the first time. Then she pushes my arm, like the bare skin part of my arm, because I was wearing a t-shirt. Cause I didn't have to work that day. So I was just in my regular clothes. She touched like my forearm, like shoved me and said with her mask down, are you going to Fairbanks? I said, boy, I hope so. Yeah. I just put my headphones back on, went back. I was watching Vikings. No. Well, it was a direct flight. Did you think she maybe, maybe she was it a direct flight. It, it was. It was it was a direct flight from where we were. She's on, yeah, she's wondering at this state whether she got on the right plane. Is this plane going to Fairbank? Is it Fairbanks? Fairbank? Yeah, with the mask down, right? So I said, "Boy, I hope so." So we get back. It's a long flight. So then we get our meal. I eat my meal. I unwrap my sandwich like a normal human being can unwrap their sandwich. And I see her struggling to get this sandwich open. She had to had to actually like she couldn't find the end of the saran wrap, so she just eventually like ripped the saran wrap sure, off of the sandwich. There. You know, Look, I was a big drinker. <laughs> I'm waiting for this story to get weird. This seems normal so far. So then, after she eats her sandwich, she's got her crummy hands, and she pushes me again on the arm and like shoves her pack of crackers in my face and like demands wow. that I open them for her. How long into the flight is this? How, how right? drunk are and you I seeing said, her drink? Oh yeah. She was getting bloody Mary's every time the, every time the lady would walk yeah, by, she would order serving. another one. All right. All right. Go ahead. Continue. Me, kept giving them. And she was, but, but even before that, even before she started being served on the plane, she was hammered. Yeah, I thought they were trying not to let their, Passengers get shit faced. I, I, I heard that. I heard, I heard the opposite right. of what happened. Yeah. So shows me again. I open her pack of crackers. I give her her crackers back and I say, here's your crackers, but could mm -hmm. you please stop touching me? And I put my headphones back on. I went back to my thing. I could hear her like now, like verbally abusing me that I'm an asshole that you I'm hear her saying this, but your headphones are on. Yeah, because she's like drunk and loud, you know? So I go back to the thing and then she asked me 
I'm trying. There was so much that happened. Like I can't remember exactly the order of what the way things happen. She touched me again and and asked me about if I could help her plug her phone in, or you know her charger. And I just like tapped on the armrest and I said, "It's in, it's under there." Oh, right. Then she asked the flight attendant if she right. could help her plug her thing in. Right. No, I okay. So. After the third time, I rang the call button and I said, could you please tell her to stop touching and me? And she's right next to you with no, like, not even tuning in that you're talking. Oh, no, she, no, she knew. She, cause I, she saw me like call. They came. She was right there, you know, and she's just like verbally abusing me. Right. I said, you know, I asked you to stop touching me. Then she started talking to some other flight attendant, like trying to calm her down, right? She starts screaming, like saying that this needs to be taken care of and this and that and blah, blah, blah. So then the flight attendant comes and talks to me and she's like, you know, could I get your side of the story? And I said, obviously, she's been overserved. She's hammered drunk. I said, and she starts screaming again, like, all you had to do was plug my phone in. And I was like, well, last time I checked, it wasn't my turn to babysit the alcoholic sitting next to me. And she fucking like, I'm not an alcoholic. Ah. I said, why don't you do me and everybody else a favor and just shut up? You're doing a show for the plane. I want to know. There, there's a video out there. There's got somebody take this. If anybody can find the video of this happening. A hundred dollars for you, because that's about all I can write and have the check not bounce. Somebody taped that. Wow, you had one of those experiences. Yeah, she got up. She was pissed. She was like screaming, you know. And the the flight attendant said, "Look, we have like another three and a half hours. You have to calm down, you know." And I'm seriously just sitting there. So then the lady in the next row over offered to take her seat to switch seats with me or to switch seats with her rather. Right. So then she moved over a row in the aisles. She had an aisle seat. She switched over a row. The lady that sat down next to me, the first thing she said was you're an absolute saint. She's like, I cannot believe you so- sat there and yeah, meanwhile, you know what? that. Yeah. But you know what you did? Like there's some guy, he was just sitting there. That would have been me. I would have been the guy in row like, you know, 18D, who all of a sudden this lady is now seated next to. And I mean, what the hell? I was having a very pleasant flight. Who are you? I was just sleeping. What? Your lady, you seem a little drunk. What the? Oh, I would be that guy. So you did a bad thing, Casey. You you did a bad thing. No, I, I didn't do anything. I was minding my own business. That's crazy. I've never had every time I flew, I've never had nothing but like a perfectly fine flight. Dude, six. Uh, yeah, this is going on six years. I've been flying. I've had one other lady sitting in front of me telling me that I kicked her feet under the seat, which I was like, why are your feet under under your seat? Like, how how are your feet even behind you like that? Yeah, those are some weird feet, lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feet of an ostrich. So when we were getting off of the plane, then the, the pilot came out and I heard the pilot ask the flight attendant what her name was, what the drunk lady's name was. So, like, I don't know if she got some kind of fine or what exactly happened, but I don't know, man. It's getting crazy. I'm still flying. You have to. They've never said anything to me. So, oh, you think you're on the no fly list from that? I'm, I'm sure they were like this poor guy. I mean, he took as much as he could. I think the airline ought, ought to thank you. Hey man, thank you for thank you for not escalating that because most people would have. Give her the Arnold. Remember on Commando, like don't, don't. This is a very long flight. Don't wake her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's about the part of the movie where I did my third old fashioned. But what drives me most insane is where was the the flight attendant? Yeah, she kept giving her fucking drinks, bloody berries. <sighs> It's it's one of the things. That's where she was. It's like right now, I don't know how much you're following with taking it back to pop culture, Casey. Like the things that's going on with Marvel, with uh, some of the the movies that Disney has put out. 
that didn't go to theaters. They were supposed to go to theaters and contracts are now. Are, are you following any of this? All right. Well, right now there's a whole thing going on where it's like people just aren't going to the movies because of obvious reasons. But before what was going on, then I stopped going to the movies because nobody would ever shut the people up. It, it would they, they would make the customers watching the movie have to fight it out with the other customers. It was like putting yourself in the courtyard in jail. When we were kids, they used to have those ushers. I mean, it was a little geeky kid who would come out with a flashlight and shine it on you. And you, you yeah, but you, you shined that flashlight on you and you shut up. You shut the fuck up. You thought you were going to get thrown out. You were scared. When those went away, like, I just stopped going to movies. So I adore that movies are coming to, you know, home. I've, I've seen the Suicide Squad movie already. I've seen everything HBO Cinemax or whatever they're calling HBO Max has put out. I love it. These are things I probably would have gone to the theater to see. And now I can just watch them at home without worrying about no ushers shutting people up. I have to question something you said because I just. I talk fast. I probably said something wrong. Go ahead. Hit me. Did, did Cinemax and HBO merge? Is that what HBO Max is? Mm-hmm. Cinemax and HBO were always under the same umbrella. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I just thought it was like a HBO, like Supermax. Like, no, no, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I could be wrong. Could be totally making it up. <laughs> I don't know. But like, I, I know it's bad for a lot of people in Hollywood. So the story going on, I'll fill in, fill you in on the story. So here's what happened with her name is Scarlett Johansson. She was Black Widow, right? The movie was made and it was shelved when pandemic started. Yeah, so and, and I'm kind of like with her. I am too. Yeah, and then didn't The Rock wasn't The Rock part of that whole thing? And he was like, "No, I don't, I don't need, need the extra, extra money. money. I got a sweetheart deal with Disney, and yeah, I, I want to keep on being in these Disney movies. <laughs> so I'm going to keep my mouth shut." Yeah, I mean, shit, that's crazy. That's crazy. Everything is everything's coming apart in Hollywood. Whatever happened with the Scarlet? Oh, it's thing. still going on. Disney said something kind of snarky back, like way to be sensitive to the pandemic. Right. That that sucks. Like, <laughs> don't say that. So now it looks like, you know, whatever they're trying to do, they're trying to do like behind closed doors. So Disney doesn't say any more stupid things in public so that they'll try to drag it quiet, you know, drag it quietly into the night and take care of it and hope everybody just stops talking about it. Yeah. When they announced that I was I was on her side, too. I mean, that's that's breach yeah. of contract. I mean, well, look, I'm not a, I'm not a contract lawyer. I don't know. But. She is a billionaire also, you know. Well, you know, I, I I get that. But you sign a contract, you get what you sign, right? Exactly. The reason she's the reason she has that much money is because yeah. of contracts yeah. like that. I hope you're listening, Scarlett. We we have your back. We have your back. We're on your we're on your side. What do they call her? Skojo. Skojo. Something like that. Call us Bill K. Bill BK is with you, Skojo. I didn't like your movie. I wasn't a big fan of it, but uh, I take that back. We're with you. As you take on the House of Mouse. Fuck them, guys. The House of Mouse. Disney. Disney owns Marvel. Go get them. Take them down. The House of Mouse. We're with you. They have too much goddamn money. What else in pop culture, Bill? You want to get back to pop culture stuff now? That yeah. I did my little rant. Yeah. But what have you been checking out? I mean, you've been so busy moving. Yeah, but I've still been working. And I think uh, you know, as uh, well as most of our listeners probably know, I'm a big evil Knievel guy. Right? We had Doug Danger on previously. And you jump cliffs with your big wheel. You're one of them guys. Nah, yeah, I probably <laughs> did that. So when I was out in Idaho recently, I went to the site of the Snake River Canyon jump. Oh. In uh, Twin Falls. That's where he Idaho. died. That's where Evil Knievel wow. died. He missed the jump. You, don't you know? That's the myth that you thought for years. Yeah, he did not make the jump. He went over. He tried to jump the canyon in a rocket, in a steam-powered rocket. Uh, didn't make it. Went down the canyon. Like I did a live video on our Instagram, mm-hmm. like while I was there, and I was like, there was one. My buddy Mark was watching. I was like, 
Could you imagine? Like, it's. I'm sure that there weren't any houses where where it is now, but there's like it's like in a nice development, like at the end of this road, you just take this dirt road like back to the cliff or to the canyon. And I was saying, like, could you imagine just walking up to the edge of this and saying, "Yeah, I could jump that." <laughs> like he was originally gonna yeah. do it on a motorcycle. And then uh, Bob Truex talked him out of it and was like, "No, you need a you need yeah. a rocket to get over there." Oh, that's cool. It, but it's it's really neat. Like the they have like a little plaque there, like a little uh, historical marker saying that this is the site that Evil jumped. You know, tried to tried to jump. The dirt mound is still there, and some of the concrete pads that the that the steel ramp was built on, they're still there. But you can walk up to the top of the hill and look over the canyon. There's a nice, really nice trail there along the uh, canyon. It's really nice. Uh, I love Idaho. I've never man. been there. It's really awesome. But it, it's always cool to go to a place that you've always thought about. Yeah. You know, like you were into this as a kid. And now you're here and you're kind of like, huh. Oh, no, no. I wasn't into Evil Knievel when I was a kid. I got into Evil Knievel after I went to the museum. Are you kidding? After I went to the museum. <laughs> I knew of Evil Knievel, but I was like, okay, cool. Fucking crazy dude yeah, trying so to hear. I thought this was your childhood hero, and it turns out it's not. No, this was like, this is like a seven year, uh, probably less than that, probably like a yeah. five year ongoing thing. But I've spent thousands of dollars on Evil Knievel. I have an Evil Knievel jumpsuit. Maybe I'll wear on the show one day. Yeah, Halloween. I want to see it. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> I think kids had like evil kid evil pajamas. Remember uh the fuck were those little kid uh, underoos? You yeah. still have evil kid evil underoos. You yeah. still wear pajamas with evil kid evil. I know it's I not have- a jumpsuit. It's little got those little fucking feet that you <laughs> tied in your pajama pants. <laughs> this is how often I've been to the museum and how much I love evil kid evil. Is that I know the I've never met him personally, but like I text with the owner of the museum, and I asked him. His name is Lathan McKay, and I was like, "Hey, Lathan, where can I get like a, a really like authentic Evil Knievel jumpsuit for Halloween?" I was like, "I don't want to get anything like shitty, you know." And he's like, "Oh, he's like, I'll have one made for you." He's like, "Get me all your measurements." It has like an official mu- Evil Knievel Museum tag in it. It's the only one of its kind. Although somewhere in translation, the measurements are like really far off. So like the suit, it's really <laughs> big. <laughs> the pants like drag behind oh, you. Yeah, like I wore it for Halloween that year, but like a lot of adjustments had to be made. Like I had, I was wearing like rope around my legs to like hold the legs up. Oh man, yeah. Like I see you're wearing a, a chain necklace there. I have a an exact replica Evil Knievel like medallion, like of all the shit that he wore. Like they have uh, exact replicas that you can get of all this stuff. I got it all. I got. It. Uh, I think I might have one of his rings. I don't know if I got the ring, but we're big children. <laughs> we're big kids. Did I send you a text the other day? I've been playing this video game. It's um, it's a PC game, and I'm I'm 46 years old, and I don't give a shit what anybody says. Like video games started when I was a kid. I'm allowed to play video games. I have every right to play video games, but I'm pretty sure I'm playing with kids that are a lot you know younger, faster reflexes, can see a shit ton better than me. So this game is called Escape from Tarkov. It's a PC game. And you basically get, like, dropped on this map. All right. I know you like uh, – what game is that that you play? You play the Whoa. Call of Duty. That's a child's game. All right? That's a that's a game for kids. You're playing that's, kids. Maybe games. that's why I'm so good at it. Yeah, you're beating up kids. Like, like children, like toddlers. <laughs> All right? Not like the 13-year-old kid that will kick your ass at every single game. I'm talking about like, you're playing a toddler game. I'm playing a grown-up game. All right. So over here, this escape from Tarkov, it, it, the, the rules are simply you're just this guy. You get dropped into this spot in Russia, and you got to find your way out and grab as much loot as you can. 
<laughs> right? And oh, so you would sell Warzone. No, because you get no. Here's what's different about it: you get no. Um, there's no map. There's no HUD. Right? There's no uh, compass. There's nothing. You have no fucking idea what to do. They drop you, and you're like, I, I, I gotta guess. I guess I gotta find guns. But it's so realistic, and everything playing this game, everybody playing this game, and AI's running around. It's just you start to get like really sucked in and then you hear gunfire and you're like, Oh, like you start to get really scared and you hide in bushes and you hear people running by. Oh, like after about three, four hours of playing this, it's like VR you're sucked in and it's just crazy, hyper, super realistic, crazy. So when I I'm playing the other day and I'm, I'm in this place and it's uh, supposed to be this like busted up dorm dormitory and I'm walking through, I'm so fucking scared Casey. Cause I could hear somebody else's near me. I could hear his feet. And he goes walking right across from me and he stops right in front of me and he turns and he looks and the guy's wearing a fucking Michael Myers mask in the game, in the game. And I'm staring at him and he looks at me, looks straight ahead and keeps walking. Now he's holding a gun and everything. And I was like, let you go. yeah, he let me go. He let me go. There, there's, I found out later there's reasons why he let me go. But so I'm like, I, I swear I saw Michael Myers mask. The other day, I found a Jason Voorhees mask. Like it's it's totally Jason Voorhees. It's got the didn't I? I thought I sent you a text of me. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it just. I was so giddy. Here I'm. I'm 46 year old man. I found a Jason mask. I was so happy. Like I didn't. I was beside myself. I'm looking around my house. I'm like nobody fucking cares. I, I'm so <laughs> proud and happy that I found this. And it's like I'm a big fucking. Now liar. do you have to find it in the game or what? Or can you just buy it like? No, you gotta you gotta find it until you get to level twenty. I guess you open up a flea market. I mean, the game's the most reverse game ever. Instead of a game that's easy, you, know, you kind of work your way up and it gets harder. It's hard as balls until you get to level twenty, and then suddenly you can, uh, you know, now you have a lot more access to the to the better weapons. Like I'm running around with pea shooters. I'm lucky if I kill anybody. And these other people are coming up with like giant machine guns, and it, it can be pretty scary, man. Yeah, I'm actually terrible at killing people in call of duty Warzone, So I play this uh, thing called plunder and you're on a team of three and you just have to collect as much money as you can before the time runs out. Yeah. So I try to like stay at the edge of the map where not a lot of people go. Those games drive me nuts. The the kids are too good at them. That's why I would would always bust your balls and and be like, Oh, you're playing a kid's game. But I I really am bad at that game. Like I'm just bullied. I can't play a game where I'm bullied. I'm bullied by little kids. It, it just breaks me apart. But it, it's the same way, though. Like when you're when in this plunder thing, you're running around getting all you know, getting a shitload of money, and then it'll say you're marked as a top earner. Mm-hmm. You know, keep your keep your head on a swivel. So then you, you know it'll say someone's dropping an enemy is dropping into your area and. Uh, it's like you're hiding somewhere and you hear the fucking footsteps. It's like, oh, fuck, because I suck at killing people. So. What was the very first video game you played? You're a little younger than me. Maybe arcade game. Do you remember even if it was an arcade? First game? No. I remember, like, I really remember, like, Nintendo Tecmo Ball. Yep. That was fun. Or, like, I had a, uh, I, I had a Nintendo when I was a kid. I never had, like, the, the N64 or anything like that. I got the Sega. After the Nintendo, but I, I really remember that Tech Mobile game, and I remember uh, there was a baseball, like a Nintendo baseball game. I remember RBI Baseball, something like that, something like that. Yeah, yo. So I I, I don't have it with me in here, but uh, you and I have been talking about Paps Blue Ribbon off air, <clears throat> like all the the stuff on uh, Twitter that Paps has been doing. Right. I got a. Uh, it almost looks exactly like a Game Boy. But it's it's a little bit smaller and m- much lighter, and it has like a char- you can charge it uh, directly. Like it has a rechargeable battery built into it, and it's just like a USB thing. But uh, four hundred games on it in one, and and it was a Pabst Blue Ribbon promotion. I think they only made like two thousand of them. And I just happened to see the tweet 30 seconds after they posted it. And I went, oh, I should have got more. It, it was only 30 bucks. Oh, wow. But yeah, it's awesome. It's got like Ninten- uh, the, the Ninja Turtles 1. Remember that, remember that mm-hmm. game? 
It has that one at number four. The Ninja Turtles four for some reason number two and three aren't on there, but uh like all the Mario's Contra. Remember Contra? Oh yeah, that was a good one. That was a great one. It's got that. I have to I wanted to look for uh the Friday the thirteenth game. Do you remember yeah. that? So I have something that can top that, but it's hard to access. I had a buddy, I used to live next to this guy. When the very first Xbox came out, really the X, all these consoles are just mini computers. So he said, Hey, I got a, I got something for you. And he took my Xbox and he modded it and he came back and he goes, I just put a bunch of games on there and he showed me how to get to it all. I was like, you busted my system. There was a little chip hanging to the back of it. I was like, what did you do? He goes, trust me. And he, he showed me how to navigate this new menu and every Nintendo game, every super Nintendo game, every N64 game and every Sega Genesis game was now on that. I still own that. It's downstairs. I'd have to figure out how to get it back on. And it's on a PC. Or it's what? just, it lives on the hard drive that lives in the Xbox. Oh, and yeah, Xbox. all that stuff can be found online. Now you can go online, you can oh, download wow. emulators, you can download the games and you can play them. Nobody owns them anymore. So somebody eventually found, you know, these old games and ripped it out of the little console uh, cartridge or whatever they call them and put them online. Yeah. They're all available. Old arcade games that you, that I sunk so many quarters into, right there. You just download them, play them. I remember Mike Tyson's Punch Out too. That, that was, was a good fun one. one. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of arcades, there just a side thing here. There's a really neat old vintage arcade down in. Uh, I think it's in like uh, Ephrata. I want to say near us. No, not near us anymore. Not near you. No, no not near us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not near, not near Lancaster. Sort of near yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, Lancaster, like Ephrata, Pennsylvania. It's in, it's called, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's really neat. Uh, if anyone's in that area, it's, uh, just a cheap plug to him quick. It's a really neat vintage uh, arcade. I've spent a lot of time there when Barbara's nephew comes up. Well, when he used to come up from Tallahassee to Pennsylvania, we would, I would take him down there and it's like you pay us uh, one fee and you can play for like as long as you want. There's no, you don't have to keep putting money into the arcade. You know what I mean? Yeah. Into the machine. It's just like you pay like maybe 20 bucks and you can play all day. Oh, that to me as a kid, that would have been the best day ever. Yeah. There was a place in ocean city, New Jersey. It's still there. I think it's called Jilly's arcade. And, and I mean, forget the beach. By the time I was like eight, I just wanted to hang out in there and, and I played the every game. Yeah, man. I was way into the arcade. Spent so much money in arcades. Even when I went to college, Went to Penn State. They had this incredible, just insanely good arcade. And I know my mom and dad don't even know what a podcast is to listen to this, but wow, did I spend a lot of their money in that arcade. <laughs> love arcade games, love video games. I've always been an addict. I just can't keep up with some of these now, just the intensity of some of these games and how complex they are. I don't have the patience for it. I don't either, man. Well, the, the game you play, you go in, you get shot in the first three seconds. You have to wait. Until like it's over, right? No, not with this. Not with the one that I play in Plunder. You keep coming back. All right, that's my problem with this game. Because sometimes you could be running around for an hour, right, having a great moment, and then somebody kills you. Or uh, sometimes you're in it for like two seconds, and somebody kills you. And then the loading—you got to wait five minutes for it to load again. Wow. So it's like, yeah, it just zaps it right out of you. <laughs> so I go on Reddit, and I'm like. So is it supposed to take this long to load? Because I'm a dumb old guy on Reddit asking questions. I don't know anything on the Tarkov uh, Reddit forum. And they're like, yeah, man, you just pick up your phone and, pre- you know, occupy yourself. So I'm like, ah, it takes too long, old grumpy. Ah. Like, why do you guys play this? It's so fucking, it takes so long. I'm like, man, am I, am I just an old grump? It's a great game, though. Escape from Tarkov. Hard as all hell. That's got, I'm consumed with that. I put it out. Hey, did you hear my new album? I put out an album. I did not. Yeah. Kind of snuck Can it we out. play it at the end of this then? Can we play a song at the end sure. of this? Sure. I'll add it. Yeah. Just awesome. went on Spotify. It's called, uh, the album's called Rebirth. Uh, band is Full Moon Vagrant. That's my band. That's kind of me. It's, I'm like the Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor t- type of thing. And my buddy Derek, you know Derek, uh, yeah. helps me out with some of the bass tracks. And yeah. Kind of snuck it out there. It's my first foray into like recording at home here, but it took me all pandemic to learn how to do it and came out okay. Like I, I like it, but I'm going to like the other stuff more. You know, it's like, you know, that you, you had to get past this hump to be able to, to sort of progress and grow. So I'm pretty excited yeah. to see what I do with music. 
Awesome, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing that. We still have some movie stuff coming up. We do. So we uh, are helping with the production of Dr. Gift. I know they're starting to film that soon, very soon. So that's supposed to be done this year. Yeah. No, actually, I think that's done next year. What year is this? What planet is Uh, it? We're in 2020. Yeah, no, it'll be ready next year. Dr. Gift, a horror movie. Yeah, what else can you tell us about? It's fucking it. It's not made yet. (laughs) Can't tell you. I can't ruin the script. Can't ruin the story. It's going to be good. I did like it. One thing one thing that is coming out this year is the movie that I'm going to be in, which we've talked about it before, but we're actually next week. We already have it scheduled. We're going to get back on schedule here and start podcasting every week again for you guys. Uh, we have Peter Anthony coming on to talk a little more about uh, some of the upcoming things uh, with Roseblood. He's got another Indiegogo set up where you can get a, a bunch more perks. And uh, he wants to talk about the thing, the second trailer that's been added. I don't even know if we on the first trailer wasn't out when we talked to them before. Mm-hmm. Wasn't I don't it? think so. No. So we got we got there's a couple secrets and like a couple surprises in the trailer. We can talk about all that next week. So that'll be fun. And then uh, we got Jack O'Hallorhan uh, scheduled also non from Superman 2. Every time I think of him, the first thing I think about is that scene where he tries to burn the snake and he can't get his eyes to burn the to, to set the lasers. I sticks in my head every time. When you tell me you're like, guess who's on? I'm like, oh I, yeah. You see the little lasers. He's like, I can't do it. I like him. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, I've talked to him before on another podcast. He's uh, he's got a hell of a story, man. He used to be a boxer, like in Philadelphia, back in like you know the sixties. Yeah, he was scheduled. I think he was scheduled to fight Muhammad Ali at one time. It just never happened. So yeah, it's a lot to talk about oh, with that'll him. That'll be cool. Yeah, I have a few more things if you want to keep going. Yeah, here, we're right? coming up to an hour, but we're not boring people. I'll tell I'll tell one more story. How about it. that? All right, so traveling around, I've now become obsessed with. Uh, well, I was. Traveling, we just talked about it. I was obsessed with Evil Knievel. I've now moved on. Still, he's still he's still there. I still love Evil, but now I've uh, in my travels, I am now in search of muffler men and uniroyal girls. What the fuck are you talking about? What is that? What are you talking about? So back in the sixties, I think it was. There was a company in uh, California, International Fiberglass, that made these uh, muffler men statues. They were like, they almost look like a Paul Bunyan. And it, that's what got me started on this whole thing is I showed you. I we, I was going to start another show called Riding with Where Are You Not Doing It Anymore? I can't, yeah. do it. I can't do it by <laughs> myself. It's way too hard. So we'll just talk about stuff occasionally where I go uh, on here. So I was in Bemidji, Minnesota, right? And I saw this, uh, the famous Paul Bunyan statue there in Bemidji. And I was on my way out of town, on my way to another city in in Minnesota, and I saw another Paul Bunyan statue. And, like, that got me started on the whole thing. Like, we could talk about Paul Bunyan for a whole show, like, several cities around the country claim to be the hometown of Paul Bunyan. He's a fake. He's not real. Maybe you never right. really left so, Bemidji. You were just kind of like in a twilight zone loop. <laughs> circling around. <laughs> no, it was definitely a different statue because this one's name was Larry the Log Roller. Really? <laughs> but he was dressed exactly like Paul Bunyan. What about the blue ox? No, he wasn't there. The, I, the the blue ox is in Bemidji, but not at, not in uh, where was it? Uh, where is Larry the log roller? It's Wabino. Oh yeah, Wabino's got a bad reputation for stealing. Yeah. It's the only Wabino yeah, in the yeah. world. Yeah. yeah, I heard about how they stole, tried to rip off Paul Bunyan. <laughs> <laughs> So I started doing this research on these fucking things, right? On this Paul Bunyan statue. And I found out that there's like hundreds of these things across the country. And they were made in the 60s as like a promotional item for uh, like car shops, auto auto parts stores, muffler men, right? 
Their hand, one hand is like this. Can you see me? No. Okay. One, fuck this camera. One hand is like this. All right. Okay. And the other hand is like this. So one. So like the pipe of the the pipe of the muffler would lay in one end, and then the other end would he would hold in his hand. So there's like four different types. There's a half wit. There's a bunion muffler man. There's a cowboy, and there's a uh, classic. He doesn't have a beard. Okay. So your your mission now is to go all over America and find all the muffler men. I actually changed my Instagram bill, my handle. I did see like, that. Would you that's like right. to know? That's right. I had no idea what you were talking about. I'm, you know what? I even meant to ask you. What the fuck? That's why when he said muffler men a few moments ago, I was like, I've heard this before. Okay. If anyone was wondering, my new Instagram handle is the official muffler man. Well, the underscore official underscore muffler man. That's stolen valor. You're not the official. You're not the first. I am now. I'm now the official. You're the official real one. <laughs> you're, the, you're the official human one. I guess you can say that. The others are, are <laughs> right. The others are big statues. <laughs> so there's also, uh, I found out around the same time, there were uh, Una Royal girls. Miss, they actually call them Miss Una Royal. Uh, this website that I do a lot of my research on is called roadsideamerica.com. They, they changed their name to Uniroyal gals, which a lot of people like, don't, you don't want to say that a lot of people don't like that. Like a lot of the old OGs, like the OG, like muffler men heads, you know, they don't like them being called Uniroyal gals. How come? I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know, but they're unique because they have a blouse and a skirt that can be removed. And then underneath they're, they're wearing a bikini and we'll post pictures. I, I have pictures of all this stuff. We'll post dude. I went to the shadiest place. I think I might've ever been to get a view and a picture of this, uh, Uniroyal girl. Well, I'm sorry, miss Uniroyal. It's at men's night out in Rocky Mount, North Carolina, which is an abandoned private men's club. And like I had to go down this little path that my car barely fit on, and you're, I, I, we'll we'll post pictures of all this. I got pictures of everything. Yeah, I'm not believing any of this, dude. <laughs> I'm not I was definitely trespassing. Tell everyone. I about was definitely it. trespassing. Tell everybody about your your illegal activities there. I didn't do anything illegal there. I mean, unless I was trespassing, like I said. <laughs> What are we doing? But like, what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> things are I'm not supposed you, to say like, it on the air, and there's things. <laughs> I'm not running for anything. <laughs> so, like, if you, if you wanted to film a horror movie and like needed a location to do it. Like I would go back to this place and ask them if we could rent their rent this piece of property. Yeah, it's like spooky, it's yeah. So spooky. Like it's so weird. Like they have like the one place was the Flamingo Lounge. But like you could tell like it hasn't been opened like at least like 10 years and it's like it, almost like uh, in the form of a racetrack. Like it's a big oval. And, like, all these shady-looking, like, shack-type things. There was a topless, like, one of them was a topless club or something like that. There was, so like, you'll see, you'll see the pictures. Like I said, we'll post the pictures. But one of the shadiest places I've ever been. Like, I got in and out of there very quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All yeah. sorts of but I got the with picture. you. I got the photo. <laughs> and I and like the more I think about it, I don't even know why I got out of my car to get the picture. Like I parked my car, got out, and like walked like fifty yards to take the picture of this thing. Like I could have just drove like drove over into the field and got the picture. <laughs> uh look at so here's some pop culture talk. So look at this. Do you remember this drink? Holding it up. Clearly Canadian. Clearly Canadian. Do you remember that? It's from the no. 80s or 90s. I can't remember. It's 
nothing more than than seltzer water. Like seltzer water right now is huge again. This is seltzer water back in the day, and they started making it again. And my wife loved it. She's like, I loved Clearly Canadian. I got to have it. I got to have it, Bill. So next thing you know, a case of Clearly Canadian shows up a case, like a four-pack of, of, of this stuff shows up. And I'm drinking it. It's like super sugary. And then like the fizz is like really like much smaller. And it's way up my nose. And I'm just like, God damn, that was an over just punch in the face. Over, I'm overblown by flavor. This is so goddamn good. So we should get more of these. She goes, I'm glad you agree. It's $20 for a four pack. Oh, for fuck's sake. For water. I couldn't believe it. It's clearly Canadian. Yeah, no, it's clearly not being bought anymore by me. <laughs> hey, if uh fuck, we might as well just keep plugging all of our the brands that we <laughs> like. If you if if you like seltzer water or like that type of water, go online and order Topo Chico. That's a really good one. And that's from out in California. And it probably won't be quite as much of uh money quite yeah. as much. But it's really good. You can't really find it in too many stores in Pennsylvania. I've seen it down here. But uh, in like all the convenience stores out in California, it's out there. There's a brand. It's you find it everywhere. But it's um, I love it. It's called Tap Tap. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I hate tap water. Tap water is so disgusting. Do you really drink tap nah. water? Thank God. I would, I'd have to. We'd have to take another summer break. I'm too snooty for that. <laughs> I, I only drink Deer Park. <laughs> yeah. All right. We can keep podcasting. Should we do our plugs and wrap this up? Yeah. Yeah. You were sending me some. Somebody sent a really nice piece of feedback. I think we're gonna, if you don't mind, use it in our trailer. Bob. Bob was like, I don't know if you remember what he said, but he said, "Oh, this is a great show with charismatic people. One's got gray hair in his face, the other one's got brown hair." Like Bob, like actually gave a really nice little review of us and. Thank you, Bob. That yeah. was like, that actually made my day. Cause I was like, Hey, Bob gets it. You know, this show is made for yeah. people like us, like Bob. I want to change the name of the show to Bob. Just <laughs> name it Bob. Uh, there, I mean, there's plenty of like, I think on the Jackie Martling one, I think there's somebody wrote like, Oh my God, the guy, the main guy, I guess they think I'm the main guy. Cause I talk so fucking much, you know, they're like the main guy. Right. I, I couldn't take it. The main I couldn't guy. take it for five. If I, I wanted to gag, I, I couldn't stand him. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck that person. It was Donna. Donna. Donna, you, you didn't you didn't bother me, Donna. You wanna? Donna D- Donna, do you wanna? You remember Donna, do you wanna? Name. It didn't get in my head at all. <laughs> Donna. Donna Duana. Donna Donna do you wanna? From Minnesota. That's our one negative comment, and you focus on Donna do you wanna from Minnesota on Spencer Lane. <laughs> All right, our plugs, our social media. Since we have not been podcasting, I changed our Instagram over to uh, it's still Deluxe Edition Pod. But uh, if you want to learn some pop culture history, I post every day. I post a little this day in pop culture history, except for the other day, which we can talk about another time when CM Punk came back to AEW for the first time in seven years, which was fucking awesome. But uh, check our Instagram out, Deluxe Edition Pod. We're still on Twitter, Deluxe Edition Pod. Facebook, Deluxe Edition, yet another pop culture podcast. I'm Casey Shearer, the official muffler man. (laughs) I'm Bill Seabald. I don't have anything cool going on like Casey. (laughs) Check us out again. Thank you very much. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. See ya. Fuck you, Donna.